the direction of wild boar movement due to the many reasons in general is to the Western territories. It means from Russia to Belarus, from Belarus to Poland, from Poland to Germany, as we see, and probably from Germany to France. Hello, I'm Peter Best, and it's my pleasure to welcome you to this episode in the Meet the Experts series of podcasts on swine health management, brought to you by Beringer Ingelheim. Various episodes of Meet the Experts bring you expert voices about African swine fever, reflecting the new relevance of the disease beyond Asia and into Europe. For this episode on ASF, I'm delighted to say the expert voice is that of Professor Zygmunt Pesak. It's 40 years now since he first became involved with Poland's National Veterinary Research Institute in Polavi. He went on to head its Department of Swine Diseases, as well as heading reference laboratories for PERS and classical swine fever on behalf of the World Animal Health Organization, OIE. All that, and in the years building up to his retirement from the Pulavi Institute, he has played a central role in Poland's fight against African swine fever. Professor Pesak, I welcome this chance to ask you about your expert view of ASF in Europe and internationally. We're talking soon after Germany has confirmed its first cases of ASF at a location close to the border with Poland. Uh, did that news surprise you? No, to be honest, I am not surprised at all. In my opinion, of many international experts, it was clear that in case of any infectious disease spreading among free-living animals, it is not possible to efficiently control the episodic situation. Therefore, it was predictable that in some day Afghan swine fever may cross and reach the German border. From my point of view, it was a matter of the time only, since many months, since many years. I feel embarrassed, but from my point of view and the experience from Poland, as well as the majority of the other Central and Eastern European countries, so far we are not able to control spreading of the virus among wild boar population. Probably it could be more possible if we very fast and exactly estimate the time of introduction of the disease on the basis of confirmation of the first ASF cases at the territory of a newly affected country, German in that case. This aspect should be considered not only in case of African swine fever, but also in case of emergence, for example, of Augeski disease, leptospirosis, and many other infectious diseases. Hmm. Well, with that in mind then, Professor, could I ask you to predict what might happen next? Will the ASF virus continue to spread into Western Europe, for example. After all, it has already occurred in wild boar in a southern area of Belgium in 2018, the first incident of ASF in that country since 1985. Unfortunately, 
Also, in that case, ASF may spread to the another parts of Europe throughout the wild boar population. The most important factor consists of the density of the population at the area of a specific country or particular region. The higher density of wild boar population facilitates fast ASF spread. Unfortunately, in Germany, in some regions, you have very high density of wild boar population. We learned in Poland that among wild boar population, ASF is spreading slowly, slowly but constantly. It should be mentioned that the sporadic spillover of this disease to the long distances locations is caused by human activity. I would like to add that eradication of ASF in Belgium in 1985 was very efficient and took only a few months. By the way, they applied eradication measure very strict and very expensive and also very radical for pig production, but they were successful. But we have to keep in mind that Afghan swine fever in Belgium affected only herds of pigs, but not wild boar population. It's a big difference. It's much easier to control Afghan swine fever among swine than among wild boar. Mm, yes. Uh, I must say, uh, with the fact that African swine fever has a history going back almost 100 years, it still seems to me, Professor, that something has changed. The contrast now seems to be quite big after the virus appeared in Russia. Was it 2007? It reached Baltic states and Poland by 2014. And 2017, it had appeared in Moldova and in the Czech Republic, in Romania, Hungary, Bulgaria. And in 2019, there were cases in Slovakia and Serbia. And all the time, the reports were of a high mortality rate in infected pigs. What has changed in your view? Could it have been that the early European cases of 50, 50 years ago were of genotype 1 strains, where now we deal with genotype 2, and this is more virulent? Yes, indeed. The veterinarians, historians, tell us that Afghan swine fever remained in Africa until it has been transferred from Angola to Portugal in 1957 and three years later to Spain. After that, the disease spread to several European countries, but the observed clinical course of ASF was frequently chronic than acute. According to my opinion, the difference between ASF emergence in Portugal or Spain in correlation to other affected country is based on two important factors. Firstly, the genotype, as you mentioned. The genotype one, which occurred during the first ASF episodics in Europe, is not as pathogenic as genotype two, which emerged in 2007 in Georgia. The secondly, we have to keep in mind that in Spain and Portugal, wild boar population did not play any important role in 
spreading of the disease. The main reason of this difference was also because of considerable lower wild boar density population in that time in Europe. However, in case of Spain and Portugal, the African swine fever, African swine fever epidemiology was more complex because of the presence of soft ticks, ornithodorous species, as well as outdoor swine production system. I also should mention that 50 years ago, the production was very, very different than today's. Inversely, the current ASF epidemics is different because the African swine fever virus is very highly pathogenic. The virus is slowly spreading. What we have always underlined, the virus is slowly spreading in both wild boar and domestic pig population. What is very interesting, some part of surviving wild boar in Poland, approximately about 1% are not resistant to the secondary infection after surviving with virulent strain of, of the virus, what also complicates the understanding of the disease epidemiology. Mm. It, it, I must say, Professor, it's felt to me like revisiting the past to hear wild boar populations in Europe being blamed for harboring and spreading the ASF virus. It seems to me that the danger represented by wild boar as a reservoir of the ASF virus has been known and discussed in Europe for many years. But the virus has moved more this time in a westerly direction in Europe than it did in the past. Why, why is that, do you think? Good question. The direction of wild boar movement, due to the many reasons in general, is to the Western territories. It means from Russia to Belarus, from Belarus to Poland, from Poland to Germany, as we see, and probably from Germany to France. Despite of many discussions on ASF control among wild boars, since many years, we are not able to do it efficiently due to several reasons. We spent hundreds of hours to discuss reasons of our inefficiency. I can say, firstly, we really don't know how many wild boar we have in different countries. I give you example. According of our evaluation in Lubuske region, Lubuske region is bordering with Germany, we mm. estimated that we have 1,000 wild boar. After Afghan swine fever appearing, we did intensive hunting and we killed in this region 24,000 wild boar and 1,000 dead one. So we estimated that we have 1,000, 1,100 exactly, but finally we found at least 25,000. So you see how big difference between estimation and facts. Secondly, yes. Oh, and, but in general, in Europe, it, what is happening to the wild boar population? Does it become less or does it grow? Uh, I will tell you, the wild boar population is growing significantly due to many reasons. 
Firstly, we have to we, we are observing big climatic changes, but also the changes in agriculture. For example, massive cultivation of corn. Almost for all year, the wild boars have good place to survive and good place to eat. It means corn fields, thousands of hectares. What is also important, hunters are not as active as they been in the past. In general, we have to remember that people have less time for hobby. Hunting is a hobby. So it's also a problem with hunters that they are not interested in intensive hunting. And in fact, they are not very interesting in killing all wild boars or significant amount of wild boars. The reason of problem of insufficient control of wild boar population is related in many countries, including Poland, with social acceptance of significant reduction of wild boar. It's very important issue also for politicians. And for example, hunting of pregnant females, wild boar piglets, etc. This problem also exists among hunters. They don't like to kill pregnant fem females. We have to keep in mind that a large part of them are amateurs with their own rules and tradition. In fact, the hunters do not feel responsible for African swine eradication in wild boar population. Therefore, what I like to underline that in my opinion, they have to be supported and employed by the professional, professional employed by government hunters. Let me pause for a moment to remind everyone that more information on this conversation, like articles, publications and videos, can be found on the website pers.com. Now, your example from the German-Poland border previously, uh, using professional hunters certainly can reduce numbers within an area then. Do you have good evidence that that works? Yeah, no, we don't have, in fact, in Poland, we do not have so far professional hunters. They are, I may say they, they are professionals, but they are treating hunting as a hobby. So in, from such point of view, they are not professionals. We have to, in my opinion, employ professional hunters. They, they should go to the, the detected places and to hunt eight hours or 10 hours a day during one month and to kill large part of wild boar. But amateurs cannot do this. Yes, I'm with you. I, I mentioned at the start, Professor, that the first case for Germany in 2020 uh, were near the Polish border, and in fact, they were in the carcasses of wild boar. Uh, would those animals have crossed the border, or should we assume the virus was carried to them by fomites, uh, flies, for example? Probably nobody knows the real source of Afghan swine fever introduction to Germany, but the most realistic is that infected wild boar crossed the border. We have to remember that the wild boar can swim very well, so they are able to cross rivers or lakes. The second factor could be related to human activities. 
but for sure, for sure, not flies, mosquitoes, or other insects transfer the virus for such distance. Yes. Now, so the spread of virus depends on the circulation of the wild boar, the, the distance it travels. I've read a report by you indicating that the ASF virus can travel about five kilometers per month when circulating in wild boar. Um, it seems quite slow, but any, any faster spreading than that, therefore, would be a result of human intervention, would it? Yes. We have calculated that in normal conditions in Poland, ASF is spreading among wild boar population with the speed from three to five kilometers per month. On the other hand, we have also evidence that ASF could be transferred on long distances by a human, and this happened last year in autumn in Poland, when ASF jumped to Lubuskie region, which is bordering with Germany, and this distance was about was more than 250 kilometers from other regions. Definitely human activity, though. Yes, so it's definitely human activity, not wild boar, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Another interesting statistic in your report said that ASF infection had been found in most wild boar carcasses recovered from forests and fields in Poland, but from very few of the wild boar killed by cars. Does this signify that a majority of infected wild boar die as a result of the infection, but not all of them? Yes. Thank you again for good questions. Within the regions affected by ASF, the majority of wild boar found dead were ASF positive, approximately about 80%. Therefore, what is very important, therefore, testing of all wild boar found that in the country or in the region is a crucial for evaluation of ASF epidemiological situation. If all wild boar found dead in the region or in the country are negative, you can be pretty sure that the region is free from ASF. The fact what you mentioned that percentage of wild boar killed by vehicles, even in region affected by SF, ISF, is rather low, is related to the virus pathogenicity. Obviously, one or two days after infection, the wild boar suffers because of very high fever and is not moving. So, so we have to remember about that, that the most important are dead wild boar, not live one. I'm with you, yes. Yeah. Can anything be done to stop wild boar carrying the infection to domestic pigs? Since six years, since seven years, I underline the only way is to reduce significantly, I underline significantly, number and what is very important, the density of white boar population. It's only way, no other ways. It is extremely important to organize active search actions for dead wild boar and disposal of wild boar carcasses as fast as possible in proper and secure way. I can say that active searching, in my opinion, is very, very important.
Ah, uh, you talked about a significant reduction in number. Would you care to put a percentage on the sort of reduction in number of wild boar that would be needed? Probably it is very difficult to say the percentage, mm. but I can say that we have to reduce as much as possible, as much po as possible. If the percentage will be lower, it will be better. So we have to 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 concentrate a very intensive, and I can answer not in percentage, but I can say as much as it is possible. Mm -hmm. Are there perhaps some lessons from the past in this instance? Uh, looking back 30 years or more, what measures were successful then in stamping out the virus in Europe? Okay, I can say again, the only measure is reduction of white boar population in whole Europe, in whole Europe. The second is introduction of proper rules of biosecurity in all big holdings. I can say and underline in all peak holdings. The same biosecurity level, level in huge farms, but also in very small farms. And the last but not least is closing down all backyard farms. In my opinion, again, such opinion is not very well accepted by politicians. It is important to close down all backyard farms because they are very dangerous for, from epidemiological point of view. What is it about them makes them so dangerous, please? I will tell you, because the dangerous is connected with the fact that if some, somebody keeps five or seven or ten pigs, he really do not understand what does it mean by your security. But you have to remember that if you have farm with five pigs affected by African swine fever, all other farms in in zones created by European Union suffer because they have very big difficulties to sell pigs. And secondly, the price of pigs from regions affected by African swine fever is much lower. So the big ones suffer very much because of the mistakes of small ones. Mm, I see. Uh, recent months have seen a number of Asian countries reporting their first ever cases of ASF outside Europe. How has the situation in other parts of the world been different in that ASF was not spread by wild boar, but in another way? Yes, I will tell you, in Asia, the main problem is a structure of swine production. And secondly, maybe the firstly, the knowledge of swine producers most often peasants, the knowledge concerning ASF. I have visited Asian countries many times, and in my opinion, the main source of our ASF spread in Asia are people transferring contaminated pork meat, as well as uncontrolled movement of infected pigs. Also, the swill feeding could be the third most important factor of spreading of the disease. Right. Uh, swill feeding, uh, just for our listeners, Professor, swill feeding, you mean waste food being fed to pigs, waste human food being fed to pigs? Yes, yes, it's a swill feeding. It is forbidden to use swill feeding for feeding the pigs in European Union. It's strictly forbidden, yes. but in Asia yes. it's not forbidden. Would the recent rapid rate of spread of infections between countries over long distances tell you that 
international travel must have been involved, that the virus is being carried in materials on planes and boats? In my opinion, the mechanical transfer could be the real road of Afghan transmission. There are not specific reports indicated on ASF transmission via airborne by aerosol. So, as you said, planes and boats and mechanical transmission is extremely important, especially in China. Yes. So where the transfer of the virus even 30, 40 years ago or more was in contaminated pork products, we understand that's still a very potent way in which the virus can be spread and is, has been spread. Yes, for long for, for for long distances, it's only only way. So we have to remember about this. Okay, I, I have to wonder though why border controls that have kept out the virus in the past, up to two thousand and seven in the European case, have suddenly apparently failed to do so. They they don't seem to have worked anymore. Uh, have is that fair? The experience from Central and Eastern European countries, also from Germany nowadays, indicate that wild boar are responsible for Afghan swine fever across the national borders. The infectious disease and infected wild boar, they do not recognize any borders. Therefore, probably for several years, during the next several years, ASF may reach also, in this manner, the other Western European countries, including France or Luxembourg. Sorry what I am saying, but I am convinced still that even in Germany, you are, are not able to control movement of Afghanistan fever among wild boar. You already, during last two weeks, you found already many cases of among wild boar, and it's extremely dangerous for you. Yes, it's, it's not a very happy prospect, is it, that it's going to be difficult to control and stop spreading into France and Luxembourg, for example. Um, it's, uh, again, wild boar and the human factor uh, in uh, other countries, so we've got a double uh, threat in that way, haven't we? Yes. Yes, indeed. And we have to remember, at least on the, on the beginning, like you have now in Germany, we have always remembered that Afghan swine fever is spreading slowly among swine population, even at the level of affected farm. Even in affected farm, in large farm, virus is spreading very, very slowly between pigs. Also, it's spreading very slowly among white boar population. It is visible directly in a time from the emergence of African swine fever in Poland. And reaching Germany, this took close to seven years from eastern border to western border. African swine fever virus needs seven years to cross the Poland. But in comparison, the African swine fever spread from the huge country, which is Russia, very huge country, to Poland only within four years, and from Belarus to Poland during one year. The presented timetable showed, let's say, that Poland controlled 
Afghanistan fever spread relatively well. I understand that it's um, difficult to accept my statement, but on the beginning seven years ago, epidemiologists from Europe, very professional epidemiologists, they told us that it will take only one year from eastern border to western border, but it took more than seven years. On that note, Professor, I'm afraid we have to leave it there for the moment. Thank you for sharing your expertise on ASF. Thanks also to our listeners for joining us. In fact, I can tell you that our conversation with Professor Sigmund Pesak in Poland about ASF continues in a second podcast for the Meet the Experts series brought to you by Beringer Engelheim. So I hope you will join us again shortly. For now, goodbye. We want to remind you that more information on this conversation, like articles, publications and videos, can be found on the website pers.com. 